You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> hey guys, producer Darren here. Have you heard? Cindy Stewart has a new book. It's called New Moves of God. This book will open your spiritual eyes to see what God is doing so you can position yourself to be part of one of the most significant invasions of world culture in kingdom history. It will empower you to step into God's moves as he releases new anointings and new assignments that will far surpass your wildest imaginations. If you're a listener of her podcast, I'm sure that caught your attention. You can get your hands on that book right now. Just visit cindy-stewart.com or check out the link in the description or show notes. Again, that's cindy-stewart.com. Cindy Stewart podcast, a source for encouragement as you learn to discover God's dream for your life. With a passion to help you on your journey, here is your host, Cindy Stewart. Hi, I'm Cindy Stewart, and welcome to this episode of Cindy Stewart Live. I am so excited to be with you today, and you know, I appreciate you taking your time watching this show, receiving all that God wants to impart you during this time. And this morning, I just have an incredible guest with me. She's a dear friend of mine, and she has really made a mark on the for the kingdom of God. She's been in ministry for 40 years. She's written over 105 books. Uh, she is a prophet. She is an apostle, and she receives revelation from God that is like fresh manna to those who hear it. And you can take what she's going to share with you today and be able to receive it into your life and activate it for your future. So without any further ado, let me introduce to you my dear friend, Patricia King. Welcome, Patricia. Hey, thank you so much, Cindy. What an honor to be with you and and to connect with you at this wonderful time of year, too, as we prepare to go into 2023. Yeah, and I'm excited what 2023 is going to bring us. And I know you have so much to share about what God is pouring into you to help us prepare and receive for 2023. So I know you had uh, were woken up last night. So let me just hear what God was saying to you this morning. Yeah, I was woken up at 3.33. I uh, woke up just like it was... uh, fresh morning wake up and there it was 333 and it grabbed my attention and I heard the Holy Spirit say rise up now I want to spend time with you and what came to my mind was Jeremiah 33.3 and that's a a scripture that I love and one that I refer to often but I I felt the Holy Spirit prompt me uh, to take time with him in that scripture that he wanted to show me some things And uh, it says here, it says, call to me. Now, the word call, it means to cry out and to utter with a loud sound, to proclaim and to call for help. And we're in a season right now, Cindy, where uh, we need to cry out. You know, I think of, of blind Bartimaeus. And he heard that Jesus was coming into town. And Jesus was his only hope. 
he had obviously been to doctors and everything throughout his life, but he was he was blind. He could not see. He even had a beggar's cloak on because uh, that's the way he made his living. He couldn't work. And this was his life for many years until he heard Jesus coming through town. And he, in his desperation, in his desperation, he cried out with a loud voice, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And as he cried out, people came to him and said, shh, be quiet. You know, and a lot of times right now, Cindy, there are people and definitely evil spirits using people and, you know, maybe even institutions and things like that to say, be quiet, be quiet. Don't don't call on the name of the Lord. Don't mention his name. But the Lord's saying, no, I need you to call out even louder. You know, and that's exactly what blind Bartimaeus did. He wasn't moved by anyone telling him to be quiet. He cried out more for the mercy of God. And Jesus stopped the whole procession for him because he heard that cry for mercy. And he said, uh, bring him to me. So they go and say, okay, Bartimaeus, you know, the master wants you. He threw off his cloak. He threw off his old identity and went toward Jesus. And Jesus said to him, what do you want? What do you want to receive from me? And he says, I want my sight. And so immediately Jesus gave him the sight. And the Lord said, if my people will cry out for mercy, my mercy will triumph over judgment. Now, when we look at our nation and all the stuff that, you know, has gone on and, you know, we could talk mm -hmm. about every nation of the world probably has similar issues, but it's like, it is not going to be a system or a person or a political party or whatever that is going to change it. It's going to be God himself. And we've been weighed in the balance, right? And God's saying, I'm waiting to hear your cry because he said, call to me and I will answer you. I will answer you. And he says, and I will show you great and mighty things which you know not. And I have this expectation, Cindy, that we're going to see the great and mighty things of God. And we've already been seeing some of his great things. I mean, the harvest is coming in. Uh, people are getting fired up for him like never before. I mean, there's a track of the glory of God that is bright and brilliant, even though there's a track of darkness as well. Mm -hmm. But we are in that track of glory and we're seeing great things. And he said, I will show you great and mighty things, which you know not. And then he goes on to say down further, he said, I'm going to bring you to health and healing. And I believe that that's for family relationships. It's for even family members coming back to the Lord, for fractured marriages, maybe being restored in this season. And he says, I will reveal to them an abundance of peace and truth. And I was reminded, Cindy, that, that Jesus, when he came, he came in grace and in truth, not just yes. with one, but with both. And one revelation of truth can turn the most vilest of sinner into righteousness. Just one revelation of truth. And I felt that this morning. I felt him say, watch what I'm going to do with a revelation of my truth. Watch what I'm going to do in this hour. And I will cleanse, he said, I will cleanse them from their iniquity, which they have sinned against me, and I will pardon all their iniquities, which they have sinned against me, and by which they have transgressed. So I believe that we're going to see a great harvest in 2023, mm -hmm. that we are going to see 
see people receive revelation of truth. And I want to especially encourage our viewers, this is a time to cry out for your families. Family is big on the Lord's heart mm -hmm. in 2023. And the restoration of marriages, the restoration and healing of families, the prodigals coming home, this is this is massive. There's been such a, a, a fragmentation of the family, but now it's time for the family to be restored. And I see a highlight on the word family. I see um, even uh, churches that maybe were, mm -hmm. you know, kind of viewed as an institution, uh, are going to start using the word, hey, we're a family. Yes. As as a body of believers, we're family. And I even see pastors cultivating family in 2023 amongst their congregation and that everyone gets cared for because families are to love one another. Yes. And it's interesting because even in Genesis 1, how did God start the whole, um, whole thing of mankind was with a family? And Absolutely. so that's going to be huge in 2023. You know, it's interesting that you say that because the Lord gave me a word just about a, I don't know, a couple months back about there's going to be a family revival. And it's not only the family of God, because I believe what you're saying is so uh, right on there. The church is learning, the body is learning how to be a family. They're learning how to care for one another, how to um, uh, really draw each other in and share and have community and and really be involved in each other's lives to build up, to encourage, to correct, to train, to do all the things that a family does. So we're seeing that within the church, but I also had felt strongly from the Lord that he is going to revive the family, our brothers, our sisters, our children, our mothers and fathers, aunts and uncles, they, they are starting to turn back to the Lord. They are hearing the call of the Lord on their hearts and he is drawing them back in. And what the one key thing I felt about this was your family is going to start coming to you. So if you're a viewer and you, you have family members that are not saved, be prepared that your family is going to start coming to you. They're going to start crying out for help and understanding and they're going to come to the people that love them, you. So, so when they start coming, uh, throw out those arms, just like the prodigal son. The father threw out his arms and ran down to embrace him. And just like that, they're asking for you to love them, embrace them, help them to step out of the, the muck that they're in into the true uh, calling that Jesus has for them. But I'm with you, Patricia. I really believe that we're going to see our families coming home. Amen. It is going to be exciting to see what God does. And even the way families relate together, the conflicts that they have to resolve together, it is through the love of God, the visitation of the love of God in the midst of it all. And I see uh, believers going after love. You know, love is supposed to be our greatest aim. You know, um, yes. you know, it says in 1 Corinthians 14, 1. And without love, Paul said in, in 1 Corinthians 13, he said, without love, 
we have nothing, we are nothing, and it profits nothing. And so in family, we cultivate love. We pass our love tests. We engage with each other in love. We learn to lay our lives down for one another. And we're going to see that come back. And I find it interesting also, Cindy, that the younger generation, you've probably noticed this as well, the younger generation are having bigger families. It's not unusual to find um, a, a, you know, parents in their 30s that, who, who already have four or five children mm-hmm. and are planning on maybe having more. You know, that is not unusual in this day because God is blessing the family. And I think a lot of it is um, a, a, uh, a, a restoration of what was lost with Roe versus Wade. And in yours and my generation, it was kind of like the average, you know, like, like it wasn't expected that we would have more than two children. If you had more than two children, you had a big family sort of thing. So there was this control over the births, right? Mm -hmm. And now it's like, no, that's that's off let's just celebrate family let's celebrate new life let's celebrate parenthood let's celebrate the love that is found in the home and uh, god says be fruitful and multiply so we are definitely going to uh, do that and do it well and see whole families serve the lord together there's family revivals coming oh i i so agree too and you know what's interesting is uh, the ones that are having these multiple kids, they're really developing a whole new community of family too, supporting each other. Right. You know, I remember when I was growing up, my mom had five kids. And so we counted on our neighbors to help out with each other's children and all that type of thing. And you can see that coming back where they're counting on yeah. each other, supporting each other, encouraging each other, and really developing real communities of, of love. Like you said, it's of communities yeah. of love. So it is amazing to watch in this hour and this day. And I love kids. So the more the merrier yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. I, I love kids. I love being around them. Yeah, that's right. really interesting. So what else has God shown you? I know there's a big call uh, to cry out for mercy in this season. Um, I just feel like, like you were saying, that crying out for mercy as, yeah. as we are stepping into this arena. What is God showing you on that? Yeah, well, as I, you know, said that this is the time because mercy triumphs over judgment. And Mm -hmm. even though we might deserve judgment as a nation, for example, um, because of our behaviors, and I I see judgment kind of as uh, God stepping back and letting us receive the consequence of our actions Mm -hmm. that's how i view judgment it's not like god is saying i'm going to stand back and destroy you and i'm going to intentionally kill you or whatever i i see him standing back and saying okay you haven't listened to me you haven't complied with my ways uh you you want to go your own way so i'm going to leave you to your own devices i'm standing back and lifting my grace off so that you can see what the consequence of your actions really gives to you. But Mm -hmm. mercy uh, triumphs over judgment. So when we cry mercy, that's when God can intervene with a revelation of truth conviction. It happened in the Welsh revival, right? That that people that weren't even preached to receive the conviction of yes. the Holy Spirit that yes. turned them around. We saw it in Mariah Woodworth Edder's revival. We saw it in the first and second great awakenings mm-hmm. where there was conviction in the atmosphere, the spirit of the fear of the Lord in the atmosphere. So that's the mercy of God. And then when, when that revelation comes, 
they align and so so god can then cover again he doesn't have to leave us to our uh, you know consequences of sin yeah. his blood covers that so that's mercy but another thing that i'm getting cindy is there's a highlighted scripture and it's been highlighted actually for um it was probably since about 2020 and it's out of haggai too but the lord was showing me something specifically about that recently that um that was impacting me that I could share uh, with your viewers today. So in Haggai 2, um, it, it, it decrees that everything that can be shaken will be shaken. Mm -hmm. So we've actually seen these shakings. We've actually experienced the shakings. And when everything that can be shaken is shaken, that includes... Um, everything right so it could be the the uh, political realm the economic mm -hmm. realm our health issues i mean we've we've just seen a flood of this come in you know even the way we treat people with you know all the things that we've seen with racial tensions and 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 things like that with um the the contending that's out there everything that can be shaken is being shaken so there's going to be increased shaking in 2023 and we're not to be concerned about it it's actually a good thing Thing because we're of a kingdom that cannot be shaken and that is is um emphasized in hebrews 12 mm -hmm. but in haggai 2 the the uh, prophet is speaking about the shaking and then he says says the lord of hosts now, the Lord of hosts is highlighted in this season. In fact, I had a vision of going into this new year. There's a door going into the new year. And Jesus, as the king of glory, was standing at the doorway. And it was Psalm 24 that was emphasized to me. And so in Psalm 24, it says, who is the king of glory? The, the Lord of Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle, the Lord of hosts is the king of glory. So the Lord of hosts is, is a general of the army. And when you see the Lord of hosts, it means that there's a battle. So in the midst of shaking, there's a spiritual battle, there's contentions, and those times in the natural are not pleasant. But in this vision that I saw us going into the new year, we were really close. We took the, the, the king of glory's hand and walked through with him. Now, with the king of glory, there's no contest. With the Lord of hosts, come on, can he be assaulted? <laughs> No, he's too big yeah. for that. He's the one that assaults the enemy, right? Mm -hmm. So when you stand close to him, you'll always be on the winning team. And I felt the Lord say, you want to be on the winning side in what's coming. You want to be close to me in what's coming. So this is a time to draw near to the Lord and, 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 and look to Jesus for everything that you need. So then it goes on to say, the silver is mine and the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. So again, we see that there might be a contention in this coming year, a battle over provision. But you are not to be worried or fearful because the Lord's saying, hey, the, the silver is mine, the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts, and I'm fighting for your provision. So don't get upset because the world system will shake. The world economic system is not stable at all. The monetary system, you will not find money in heaven. So don't put your trust in it in the earth. But the Lord wants to assure us that the, the silver is his, the gold is his, and that as far as provision goes, when we walk close to God, God plus nothing equals everything that we need, and he's got everything 
everything ready for us. Well, then it says the latter glory of the house. And that word glory is actually in the context of wealth. So it can be spiritual wealth, heavenly wealth. It could be uh, the wealth of provision, all those things. But he says the latter glory of the house, which can be our body mm -hmm. or the corporate body of the house will be greater than the former. And it says, says the Lord of hosts. And so there is going to be a battle. We are going to learn mm -hmm. new weapons of battle as we walk close with the Lord to contend for the greatest outpouring of the spirit that mankind has ever seen. And I felt the Lord speak to me months ago saying, dream big with me, dream big, because every revival, every outpouring, every awakening, every reformation has offered elements of, of of kingdom expression and manifestation supernatural blessings coming but the lord said to me would you dream big with me because what if i was to bring a move that would contain all of it that would include wow. all of the yes. above like holiness the fear of the lord healing deliverance mm -hmm. you know um manna coming from heaven you know reform for society all of that what if it all comes at once and of course we're already seeing things we're already seeing things now uh, a, a harvest is coming in people are being revived and renewed god Amen. is moving powerfully but what's coming in 2023 or what's being offered to us will be inside of a battle for it but it's going to be glorious because the lord is is settled on this so the the main thing cindy is we need to partner with the lord of hosts we need to partner with him absolutely and you know it's so interesting because the lord was also showing me something very similar that he is raising up warriors but they're not the warriors of the past it, they're warriors who will step into the offerings that the Lord has. They will step into new positions, new assignments that God has given them. Uh, they are There is a, a spirit of Jehu being released where you go from being one of the many to rising up to bring down the house of evil uh, along with the, the hand of the Lord. So I do think this is really interesting that God is preparing us for battle, but it's not necessarily hand-to-hand -hand combat. It's to battle in the arena which he's called us, which I believe includes he is going to remove evil and replace with righteous. And we Amen. are the righteous ones that he's calling to step into those positions. And we've even seen some of that happening across the world. We've watched England uh, a prime minister stepped down because of corruption and a righteous prime minister step in right now. Uh, we're seeing the transfer from evil power to righteous power for those who are willing to partner with the Lord, like you said, and say yes to the new assignment, even if they didn't necessarily have that assignment right in their mind. God has been preparing them all along for this promotion. So when yep. it presents itself, it's a suddenly, yes, that they know that they know, even though it might not have been on their radar, that it is a move of God on their behalf. 
Yes, and, uh, you know, when we look at the early church, they faced a lot of persecution. Mm -hmm. We will be facing a lot of persecution in these coming days, but we will be strong in the midst of it because we know whom we serve. He is with us, and therefore we'll see, have greater testimonies of his glory. When, when, When Jesus, the captain of the armies of heaven, shows up in presence, his enemies flee. His enemies mm-hmm. flee. And we're just believing for that in coming into this season that as we walk with the Lord um, and with the promises that he's given us, the things that we know are on his heart and on his agenda, we want to see him get what he is looking for. And so therefore we partner with him for that purpose. Yes. But we're going to see greater glory. We're, you know, I mean, the Lord is sitting in the heavens and he is laughing at the enemy who's coming against them. It says the kings of the earth, they take counsel together to try to overthrow the Lord. Of course the Lord is laughing in heaven. That's the most ridiculous thing I ever heard, right? And even, you know, I was thinking with um, Roe versus Wade, um, we know that one administration established um, justices that were uh, pro-life. Uh, mm-hmm. which was was great. But then the administration changed and the new administration was actually pro-abortion. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they 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 were contending for abortion. And it was under that administration that Roe versus Wade was overturned. And I thought, Lord, you're sitting in heaven laughing. laughing. You are sitting right. in heaven laughing because it doesn't matter who's in government. The Lord's going to have his way. And it was almost like Okay, here you go. I know what you think, but this is what I'm going to do. And right in the midst of it, he did something so powerful. And I don't think there's nothing that's going to hold him back. And all we have to do is give him our yes and amen. Do not fear. This is not a time to be afraid. And also the Lord spoke to me for this new year. No more potty mouth. We have to watch about the words that come out of our mouth. This is the decade of the pay, but um, we will pay a big price for uh, negative words being spoken, curse words being spoken, because words are going to carry power. And so we need to speak the word of the Lord and speak his hope, speak his truth. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, there's one other thing I want to talk about before we end is I have seen a greater glory in our church services I have seen uh, this, this almost this um, invisible move of God on our behalf in within our church, miracles, signs and wonders, a healing, financial outpouring. We've seen people who uh, couldn't get houses in this economy get houses. We've seen um, houses paid off, just incredible shifting. And it's almost like God is moving and it surprises us because uh, we know he's for us. We know he has things for us, but it's like these sudden breakthroughs of favor and ability to to move with as one with him that like I've never really seen before. Have you uh, noticed that at all? Absolutely. There's a much weightier presence of the Lord uh, when we come together, but also um, a connection of the heart to God. It's like you just come in together and start worshiping and all of a sudden you're right there with him. And uh, yeah, definitely uh, more miracles, uh, more answers to prayer as well, and quicker answers to prayer, Uh, financial breakthroughs, healing of families and marriages and and bodies. (laughs) You know, it's just wonderful what God's doing. 
It really is. And what is so much fun is it, it's almost a fluid movement with him in this moment. You know, it's not like um, this hard contention. It's, it's like when we gather, God just begins to move and uh, we just make room for him to do whatever he's going to do. Yeah. And he is doing everything from pouring out, like you said, healing and miracles. He is uh, just, uh, it's almost like he's just hanging over us. And there's a, a, a wave of joy, a wave of just wonder. It's really just a wave of wonder of the Lord as we watch him pour over his body. It's so beautiful. It is He's beautiful. so present with his people, yeah. yeah Another thing that we've amazing. been noticing is so many baptisms, right? Yes. And people getting re-baptized, re which, mm -hmm. you know, we can't, you know, go into all the doctrine of that right now, yeah. but it is biblical, baptisms, plural. But I think it's marking a new day. Like, people are sensing, I, I just want to be baptized afresh into a new season, and so uh, we've been seeing that. I myself felt the urge one day. I just, I just feel like I'm to be baptized into a new season. And I jumped into the baptismal tank. And then after <laughs> I was brought up, I said, "Do it again." And then again, it was like three times. I, I just had this, <laughs> this insatiable desire um, to, to be marked for a new season. And yeah. so we're seeing a lot of that too. Yeah. And as we begin to end, could you take maybe about 30 seconds and just pray and impart over the viewers here and just release into them what God has? Absolutely. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord, that there's no time or distance in the realm of the spirit. And I decree and declare the blessing of the Lord over every single viewer, Lord God, that their families, their marriages, their loved ones would be touched, Lord God, that they would see you move in their lives in power in this coming year, that you would position them with you to know that God plus nothing equals everything that they need, for you're going to lavish them with abundance in this new year in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Patricia, thank you so much. I love you so dearly and I can't wait to see what love God has for you personally in this coming year. And uh, I just thank you so much for watching. I want you to remember you are the best investment you can make. So invest in yourself and your time with the Lord in Jesus name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you are encouraged. If you would like more content like this, please visit cindy-stewart.com. We'll see you next time.